Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Girl Power Half Hour. This is Thoughtful Thursday, and it's going to be a little different than what we normally do. Um, I'm Annette Bingham. Tasha Humphreys is here. Hey, Tasha. Hello. Happy Thursday. Same to you. Um, and I have to apologize for yesterday for scheduling our show at 5 a.m. Um, I will double-check everything from now on. <laughs> I felt really, really bad. I, I got online the, in the afternoon and took a look and saw that our show had already aired, and I'm going, what? And there it was, 5 a.m. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> I was frantically texting Tasha and saying, we can't do the show today. <laughs> anyway, all right. So what we decided to do today is, you know, we had that topic, the 23 things women should stop doing, like right. now. And yeah. we, because we got sick and because of my goof up yesterday, we really didn't get to finish any of it. So what I thought we'd do today, and Tasha agreed, was just go through these and get them, you know, get more of them done. If we don't get them all done, we'll post it again on a Facebook page and you can read the rest of them because they really are are good ones. Um, So, okay. So the last time we talked about women apologizing all the time, that was a big one. Right. And saying yes to everyone and then saying no to themselves, Right, that was another big one. Viewing food as the enemy, that was a good one too. And body snarking out loud or in your own head, you know, putting your lips down either outwardly or inwardly. We don't need to do that. So last time we only got through with five, so we're going to try to get through with the rest of them today. So, all right, Tasha. The number six, are you ready? Is Is feeling like an imposter when you accomplish something professionally. And what that means is just not recognizing your worth, not recognizing that you uh, deserve what you you accomplished, you know, we we accomplished something, and I think sometimes as women, we we think, oh well, you know, it's like taking a compliment. Oh, it's nothing. Well, yeah, right. it is. You know, you accomplished something really cool. So we exactly. need to stop feeling like we're imposters. Don't you agree? Oh, I totally agree. A hundred percent. Take full credit so where it, credit is due. Right. If you work hard for something and you accomplish what you set out to accomplish, toot your own horn for a while. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I know a, a a young model who she is, I mean, she does lots of modeling and she's really good and she's really beautiful. And she's not afraid to say you know, hey, I did this spread and I did that spread. Isn't that cool? And I worked with this person and that person. But yet she's really humble 
and she is just really loving to everybody else. So it does, just because you toot your own horn doesn't mean that you have to, you know, um, put everybody else down. That's not the way it works. Right. So, okay. And I thought this number seven was funny. Obsessively untagging every unflattering photo of you that ever existed online. <laughs> yes, and it happens. I know a girl actually that I work with who will not allow you to tag her in any photos simply because of this. She just is a beautiful girl, absolutely beautiful, stunning girl. And every photo that's ever taken of her is equally as beautiful. And, you know, seeing people real as, as real people is a good thing. And yet and yet, it seems like if you don't look like someone in a magazine in every photo that you're going to untag yourself. I agree with this. It's ridiculous. Let it be. Let people see who you are. Right, right. And I know, you know, it's it's becoming more popular in business for um, coaches and, you know, personal coaches and life coaches and all of that to really put themselves out there in a way that is uh, sometimes unflattering, allowing right. people to see them without makeup on or allowing them to be in a position that is not real flattering. Because you are real. You're more real that way. So that's that's very important. Just stop untagging yourself. I'm real bad about that. I don't like my picture taken either. And I don't think I take good pictures, you know. And I cringe every time I see one. And that's the wrong, you know. It is is the wrong thing to do, yes. I know, and that's something that, that I'm working on, one of the many things I'm working on. Okay, number eight, comparing your real life to someone else's virtual one. Happens now, a lot. I know. We are really into Facebook and Twitter and especially Facebook, and we see all these and Tasha and I know this for a fact. We see all these posts, mm-hmm. and we know some of these people. Right. And it's like, that's not who you are. <laughs> yeah. That's not who you are, and that's not how your relationship really is. Yeah, exactly. Right. We see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we have to be real careful about realizing that what you see on Facebook is not always the truth. Right. And I, I I love positive things being posted on Facebook, and I love people who are real positive and loving on Facebook. But I also want to see the real them. Yeah, you know? reality. What do you get aggravated at? Who do you get angry at? You know, right. it's not nobody that I've ever met is always loving and caring. Well, I take that back. I had one great aunt that was. She never said a harsh word about anybody ever. And everybody was just lovely. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but there are so few people like that. So stop, sure. you know, just stop comparing yourself. And even outside of the virtual world, uh, right. behind Agreed. closed doors, yeah, behind closed doors, things are different. Right. Okay. This is a big one. Holding on to regrets and guilt. 
That's a hard one. We've got to yeah, really I, acknowledge I think yeah, acknowledge our regrets that, and guilt. Yeah, I agreed. I, and then just move on. I think I think it's important to to remember I I'm pretty anti regret myself. Uh right. I I honestly think that everything that I've ever done in my life I'm not saying I've never made a mistake, I've made a million but I don't regret them because they led me to where I am now. And every right. to me, every single thing is a is a learning experience. It's a you know an opportunity to learn and to grow. So I think it's important to embrace you know those things in a positive way. And just I mean, but to me, guilt and regret are wasted emotion. I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel them or that you're not going to. I'm just saying that remember that if you spend too much time in them, it's it's pointless because you're living in the past. Yeah, and and if we feel regret about something, then from this day forward, choose a different way of living. Right. Choose that we're you're not going to have regrets. Say yes more to things that you really want to do, and put yourself out there where you're a little uncomfortable. You know, step right. past that comfort zone, and that's a tough one. Really tough. But and I think a lot of the guilt and regret that I could even relate to personally, and I'm not sure if if everyone else would feel the same way, but if there's been any guilt and regret in my life, it has been attached to romantic relationships that I felt that I, Uh you know, that I was the reason that that they were messed up. And I know that you even helped me see that, you know, it just wasn't meant to be, and you just have to realize that it was a learning opportunity, it was a learning experience, it if there were mistakes you made, then learn from them and grow and do it differently next time. But it doesn't mean that had you done it perfectly, things would have worked because most likely this person was simply in your life to teach you something. Right, right. And I fully believe that, you know, and it's, sometimes it's hard to see when you're in the midst of it, which right. is okay, you know. It's okay to get bogged down and, and um, you know, concerned for a little while. But right. you've got to step past that. It's okay to go through those emotions, but then you've got to, you know, move on. Right. So it's really important to do that. And, uh, you know, regret and guilt also comes with the forgiveness that we had been talking about, too. Right. You know, forgiving ourselves, which is most important. And when we can forgive ourselves, then we have a lot less guilt and regret. Right. So... There we go. Number 10, wearing heels every day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I remember long, 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 long time ago when I did wear heels every day. And I look back on that and I'm going, how on earth did I ever do that? Um, It's hard to get me out of a pair of flip-flops you know, into anything else. So (laughs) it is. It really is. Wintertime, I won't give up my flip-flops. I wear them. People look at me like, are you crazy? I'm going, nope. Um, (laughs) But but if you want some, we'll post this uh, again, but there is graphics that you can see of what, those heels do to your feet. Right. And all these women 
you know, my mother growing up in and and living in the fifties, especially in the sixties, wearing those heels. They had to work in heels. They wore them at home sometimes. Kid you not, they did. And I mean, they will damage your feet. They damage your back. They damage your knees. Um, your whole body takes a beating uh, from wearing heels like that all the time. So right. don't do it. You know, the no. little flat shoes are really cute. And um, if you're used to wearing heels a lot and you transition to a flat, expect some discomfort. No, Because you're not, your, your body's not used to that. So and just purchase some choose. arch inserts because you're going to need them, especially if you've been accustomed to wearing the stiletto heels or anything really high because your arches right. have been stretched up and you're going to feel like they're ripping if you don't have some sort of arch support. Yeah, you've got to have that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, number 11 and number 12 is judging other women's sex lives and then judging your own sex life. Right. Um, you know, we have no place to judge other women who they sleep with or how they choose to express their sexuality. Um, right. You know, uh, couples who are swingers, we don't have a right to say, you shouldn't be doing that, it'll ruin your relationship, it may work fine for them. Um, you know, we just don't have that right to do that. Uh, we just need to keep our expression, you know, keep it to ourselves, <laughs> so to speak. You got to. And sometimes that's hard because you, okay, The they talked about Miley Cyrus in this article. Um, what is her up on that stage, you know? And if you didn't agree with it, then, okay, don't watch it. Right. And to slut-shame her, to slut-shame her and to not to not look at the perverted old man that's standing right behind her, to not say anything right. about him, you know, is, is really being sexist because you're only looking at the female up there. Well, they were both, you know, they were both involved in that. And, and the only feedback you heard was about her. So totally agree yeah. with that. Really need to and there was, stop yeah. judging that. Yeah, and then of course judging your own sex life. Um, that one's you know whether you're having sex or not, whether you're having it with one or more. Um, you know, especially if you're with a with a partner. You know, you hear people saying, well. You know, if you're not having sex five days a week, then your relationship's no good. Well, who said? Right. You know? What, you know, what works for one doesn't work for another. Right, everybody's and, different. Right. So we need to stop judging our own sex life and just put it into perspective. It's yours, a partner possibly, you know, it's your experience. So it needs to work for you. 
And, and if you're sleeping with just, multiple partners and you're being safe, okay, fine. Men have been doing that for years, and nobody calls them a slut or a whore. You're, you don't right. need to judge yourself for for enjoying uh, a healthy sex life. That is not. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And don't let anyone tell you that there is. If you're being safe and protecting your health, that's fine. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you have it. You're not going to have it all your life. So it is. It is right. fine for you to do that. Don't judge yourself for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, number 13, trying to be chill. And what this is, says is maybe you truly are the cool girl who loves nothing more than kicking back with a six-pack in a movie. But for those of us who don't possess the chill gene, and I know some people, let's stop mm-hmm. trying. Striving to be the mellow girl all the time keeps us from expressing our needs, desires, and opinions. Right. If you're not chill, you're not chill. You well, know, and if you're not the girl that's just going to be like letting roll, letting anything roll off your back, if you're actually going to, if you are, you know, an outspoken, opinionated person, that's fine. Because lots of men are outspoken, opinionated people, and it's expected. Right. And there's nothing wrong with you being the same way. And if you lose a boyfriend or a significant other as a result of it, then then that wasn't meant to be because they don't truly love you for you. You need to be able to be yourself, no matter right. no matter who that is. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty chill most of the time. I fluctuate back and forth, but you know, you need that right to be able to express yourself. Of course. Well, and I'll just use my own personal experience here with this one because I think that it's necessary for other women to, or men to, to understand. You know, my boyfriend at times, whenever I have said something like, you know, telling him that I don't like something that he's done, he will use that exact term, you need to be more chill. And I will say in response, when you met me, I was opinionated and outspoken that is not going to change. If you want a chill girl, you need to go find someone else. And it's that clear because it, it is that simple. You can't let someone manipulate you by throwing a label on you and making you feel ashamed for not being someone that you never have been and never will be. And that's right. just the way that it is. I remember one time my kids saying, just chill out, Mom. Yeah. And I came unglued. I said, don't you ever tell me to chill out? <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, I'm in this zone and I need to say these things. <laughs> exactly. You have to. You have to express yourself, your needs and your opinions. And, and certainly if you think that, you know, by saying something that someone is going to think that you're not cool, well, then you're denying yourself self-expression and right. that's not healthy. So. Right. All right, number 14 is fearing the label crazy. Mm-hmm. And it says there's no easier way to discredit a woman's opinion or feelings than to accuse her of being overly emotional. And there was a blog written for Huffington Post in 2011, and the poster said, I don't think this idea that women are crazy is based in some sort of massive conspiracy. Rather, I believe it's connected to the slow and steady drumbeat of women being undermined and dismissed on a daily basis. Uh, Being scared of the label only encourages women to silence themselves, plus everyone has a little bit of crazy inside them regardless of gender. 
Right. So, you know, that's just, sometimes we're emotional. Sometimes everybody's emotional at some point in time. And I think it's healthy to be emotional if you handle it in a a healthy way. Explaining how you feel, and you know, you know this about me because I have a blog dedicated to this whole idea that, their women are psycho, and it's confessions of a psycho bitch. It's less active than it used to be. But at one time, it was very active, and it was based on this very concept, the idea that men are now using, rather than just calling a woman a bitch to get her to shut down, they've now created this idea that every woman that speaks their opinion or that expresses themselves, and it's not just men that have done it. Women will do it too. Um, oh, label yeah. women psychotic or crazy because they have expressed themselves. And I'm sorry, but I am, as someone who, in the counseling field, I am aware of what crazy and psychotic look like, and they don't look anything like words coming out of a woman's mouth. That's not at all psychotic or crazy. It's a woman expressing herself or a person expressing themselves, their feelings in an emotional way. Everyone, when they get upset, responds, well, and this is generally speaking, responds from an emotive place. So when you are upset and you decide to express yourself, it's going to come from an emotional place because you're emotional, and that's men and women. And so when a woman does that and she's being direct and assertive, not aggressive, but direct and assertive, it's very intimidating for someone who's not used to that. And to throw the label crazy or psycho on it is an effort to shut it down. And I agree, and I think it's something that we really need to be careful of as a society because, again, it's not just men that do it. I've heard women do it, too. So it's important that we stop and women that. Need to be aware, yeah, And women need to be aware of how to express their emotions and their thoughts and ideas in a healthy way. Right, directly and assertively, exactly. Right, without, you know, all the other stuff that goes with it. Okay, number 15, Tasha. I know you're speaking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're concerned about being, you know, something, then just go to the doctor because we have a tendency or a lot of us do have a tendency of looking it up and by the time we're finished with one page or two pages, we're dying. You know, so if you're truly worried about something, go to the doctor. Right. So, Tasha. Yes. And you did this last time. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm I really so did. I was I was sick, and I really steered, steered clear of that. And not only that, but when I did have to, I, I did have to get medication because I did have a bacterial infection that my oregano oil was not uh, any match for. And right. I did not bother to read the side effects, which is a good big deal for me, too, because normally I will scare myself out of taking them or yeah. read them and then think that everything that's happening to me is a potential side effect. I didn't even bother reading them. I just good discarded for you. that. So. Yay, progress. Yay. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Okay. <laughs> 16, worrying that your life doesn't look like Pinterest. Oh, my goodness, if only... You know, I love Pinterest, and I love looking at all the cool stuff, and I, I would love to to do everything I could find on Pinterest, but unfortunately I can't. And we just need to understand that it's okay to look at stuff like that and 
we, we see these little pictures, and that's not the whole picture. You know, somebody right. may post something of a craft or something or a decoration, home decor. That's not even their house. You know, let's face it. So stop being concerned about that. Okay. 17, fearing being alone. This says there are certain things you have control over, like trying to go on dates and actively meeting new people and others which you simply don't. Finding a life partner or even a temporary one is one of those things. Uh, is one of those things. You can't pinpoint when or where or how you'll meet someone to spend your life with. So stop freaking yourself out over the idea that you never will. Um, Shirley McLean said, the most profound relationship we'll ever have is the one with ourselves. Exactly. That is enough said right there. She, she did, I agree. You know, we don't have to be in a relationship to be powerful and empowered and all that and good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it follows with number 18, being in relationships for the sake of having a relationship. Right. You know, it doesn't, we don't have to jump in and out of relationships, go from one immediately into the next because we feel like we don't want to be alone or we're not worth anything unless we're with a, with someone. And I I always tell people, take some time. Don't jump right into another relationship. You need right. that space to breathe and find out who you are and process all the things that happened in that last one. Right. So, you know, that's that's very, very important. 19, not taking advantage of your vacation days. If you need time off, go. Take your vacation days. You know, turn your cell phone off. Someplace, even a day trip is important. You know, going someplace that you've always wanted to go or hitting a museum, but just finding, you know, your if you have vacation days coming, take them. But don't wait. By all means, yeah. take them. Yeah. You need that. All right. Yes. 20. <laughs> holding on to toxic friendships uh, is a waste of time. It hurts you. It damages you. You know? can make you even sick. Yes, it can. So... If you're in a toxic friendship, you know it, number Mm -hmm. one. And it's okay to let that friendship go. You've outgrown it. Let it go. Move on. Yeah. Right. 21, spending time with people out of obligation. Oh, my goodness. Yes. you, You don't have to spend time... You know, I mean, if you, if you, sometimes you, you have to, like you're going to a wedding or a funeral or something like that, and you have to be in the proximity of these people, but it doesn't mean you have to be drugged into the drama again, and it definitely doesn't mean that you have to spend extended, extended time with these people right. just because you feel like you need to. You don't even have to see them. If you can't see them, if you have other things you need to do, if you have other things you want to do, simply yeah. say that you cannot. It's fine. It, it's 
it really isn't. It's one of those things where you have to learn to say no to other people and say yes to yourself. Right. We talked about it earlier. It's another situation where you have to learn to do that. Take care of right. you. It's the key there. All right. Number 22, and we're counting down. Being embarrassed <laughs> about your interests, whatever you like, you like, don't worry about it. If somebody else doesn't like it, oh, well, you know. Exactly. If you, if and, and encourage them to ask questions, and you can ask questions about what they like, you know, so that's that's good. 23, right. setting deadlines for major life events. Nothing's written in stone. You don't have to be married by this date. You don't have to have oh. kids by this time. You don't no have agreed. to have a certain job by this time. Right. Go with life. Just let it flow. Yes. All right. We made it. We did it. We've got about... It's like a marathon. So go go to our Facebook page, Girl Power Half Hour. I haven't even looked today to see how many likes we've got. 200. 189. 189 likes. We're 11 away from our goal. At 200, we're having a contest, and the winner will get a prize. So... Share the page and like us and encourage other people to and encourage other people to come to Blog Talk Radio and listen to the archives because we've got lots of good shows out there that we need to uh, have everybody listen to. We think they're pretty good. Yes, if we're they not are. doing they're a good job, yeah, if we're not doing a good job, get on the Facebook page and let us know. Yeah, let us know what you want. So, all right. Tomorrow is question and answer casual Friday. Message us some questions and we will be happy to discuss them on the air tomorrow. So we will see you tomorrow.